What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Luke Wright, Alex Molokoff back in the Anchor Studio, also known as the closet here at FRS Sports. The dungeon. The dungeon, where we kind of have all the internet equipment. There's some t-shirts over here on the other side. This is where we do our anchors. And I said we'd be back later if something happened. Well, kind of something happened. There's a report out there linking the Raptors to kind of moving up in the draft. Uh, with uh, the kid Alexander out of Kentucky, his name kind of being the name thrown around as a guy that could potentially be moving up for. And it got us thinking about the Raptors as a whole. Smolikoff, this was your idea. I'm going to pass it off to you. You Take us where you want to go. I, I just thought the whole thing was interesting just in terms of any personnel decisions by the Raptors that it seems like they're trying to – I don't think the Raptors know what the Raptors need to do. Uh, they fired their coach. As the air turns on in the studio. They fired their coach, yes. who will, could win coach of the year, and then congratulated him on the fact that he could win coach of the year. Uh, and now it looks like they're trying to trade anybody uh, to try and move up in the draft. And I just I don't think the Raptors know what they're doing. We're talking about a team that was the number one seed in the East this year. 60 games. Uh, now, of course, we know what happened in the playoffs. The same thing that always happens in the playoffs. Correct. But I feel like they, they don't know what they need. Do they need a change in coach? Do they need a change in personnel? They, they don't know. And so it becomes really difficult for anybody to know what they need to do. To me, it's crazy to me that Chris gives the credit for this idea to somebody else. Yeah. And it was my idea. Oh, it was your idea? Yeah. Was oh, I, idea. I'm sorry. Luke, it's you get all the credit. Insane. I apologize. Uh, and not only, though, are they trying to, to move up for this Kentucky kid, there also have been a couple reports saying that Kyle Lowry's available to be traded. And kind of like what Smoke said, do you really need, like, I'm very much anti-Kyle Lowry. I think he's an okay player, but I don't think he's someone you can put as a good big central piece as a number two option. I don't think he's that. But what else are you going to do? And I think this is a case of the, the Raptors not knowing what to do, so they're like, eh, let's trade. LeBron James broke the Raptors. They broke. They, they've literally, he broke the city of Toronto. They've gone into this offseason and they said, we were the best team in the Eastern Conference, and so we got rid of our head coach, and now we're thinking about trading our best or second best player. I just, I don't understand. Like, what, what is the end game? They must feel, and this is the only thing that I can that I can fall back on and, and somewhat be able to rationalize in my head the thought process they, that they put forth here. They must feel that they can't go into next season with the same group, the same roster, the same coach clearly because they fired Dwayne Casey, that they had at the end of this season where they won, what, 57, 58, however many games it was, were the number one seed in the East and got, got swept by the Caps. They must feel that that is no longer acceptable, so something needs to be fresh. So the reason why you're hearing reports of them potentially trading up for I'll throw a name out there, Colin Sexton, or trading up to get Trey Young if he falls into the top, you know, outside the top ten. The reason why you hear these types of things from a team like Toronto is they feel that they need something to not only energize their fan base, give their fan base something to be excited about, but they also need something to maybe energize the team, a fresh look. And and look, they didn't really go outside of the box with their coaching hire. They promoted an assistant that was already on the staff. So I don't think schematically and you know, strategy-wise, a whole lot's going to change in Toronto. But they felt that something needed to be different. It's why you're hearing things like this. You know what this reminds me of? What? 
Chris, this is more for Chris, but okay. you, uh, you'll you'll be able to join it. Chris, That's remember good. when we were uh, we're playing MLB The Show? Correct. We had a, a Diamond Dynasty franchise. Yes, we did. And then shout uh, out to all you Diamond Dynasty players out there. And then all of a sudden, uh, Sony instituted a patch into the game that made hitting a little bit more difficult. Yes. What did we do? And we couldn't hit at all. It couldn't was a hit problem. At all. Nobody could hit. What so did what we did do? we do? We swapped out every player in the line. Got them all out. Completely changed. And what happened? We still couldn't hit. That's, That's what's what the Raptors are doing. They're right. they're they're saying. We, we keep losing the playoffs, specifically to LeBron James, so the answer must be to just swap out every single member of the team and, and swap in and out personnel, and what's going to happen is the same thing that's always happened. They're, they're going about trying to get better just by trying to swap in and out bodies, and I don't think that's going to do it. I get that they need a culture change of sorts, but we're still talking about a very talented basketball team that seems to have lost its way. They have a six man of the year in Fred Van Vliet, right, who they're going to, you know. They, they, they said what they want highest, to bring back without saying they want to bring he's back. He's their highest priority this offseason. Uh, and that's a nice piece to build around. Look, I, I think to your point, if if the Raptors traded Kyle Lowry for C.J. McCollum, or Kyle Lowry for uh, Damian Lillard, right, a, a Portland-Toronto swap. That's change for change, Jake. That doesn't do it. You know, those players on Portland with all their playoff experience right. and all their playoff fit successes. That doesn't do anything to me. In my mind, you trading up to get a young player that you can infuse into this roster, that's a difference. If you wanna, that's a good move. If you want to say we can't beat LeBron or whatever team he ends up joining and we can't beat the Warriors, so we may as well start from scratch and in three or four years maybe we'll be good again, that's at least a, a direction. I don't Correct. think it's a good it's a direction. Point. I don't think it's a good direction for the number one seed in the East last year, but at least that's a direction. But it just seems like they have a one foot. It seems like they have hands in every kind of jar. They don't know what they want to do. And, and, to, and to be fair to them, I think this is the right time, three days before the draft, to explore every option possible. See if there's a rebuilding path. See if there's a retooling path where, okay, we can trade Kyle Lowry for this. We're also going to move up, get an impact player inside the top 10 or maybe in the 10 to 15 range that we think is really good that we want to trade up for. Explore all your options. This is, it's better to do this now than to do it in September. Yeah. When yeah. you're a month out of the season. You said you're not a big Kyle Lowry fan anyway, but no. What if you're the Raptors? Would you blow it up? I mean, would you start from? A, I mean, you the number one seed. Would you blow it up if you're the Raptors? If I'm the Raptors, I don't know if blow it up is the term I would use. I think that you have something in Demar. I think he he needs more experience being that number one guy. He needs more playoff experience. But what I would do is I would retool around him. I would fill him, fill that team up with shooters on the perimeter. To where all he has to do is pick and roll or drive and pass, something along that lines. Right now, it's kind of a weird mix because he's supposed to be the superstar, but Kyle Lowry still has a lot of uh, a lot of ball handling responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Jonas Valanciunas, who I don't hate, but I just don't think that he fits the system where DeMar DeRozan's your number one guy. I think you need more spacing, and I don't think that right now what you have can do that. So I would trade a Kyle Lowry. I would retool to basically be DeMar DeRozan and a bunch of three-point shooters, and that would be what I would go with realistically. Unrealistically, I would sign LeBron and Kawhi. If I, if I was the Raptors, you know what I would do? An exorcism. Because I think that's what they need. They don't need better players. They need a better mindset. They need LeBron go to the West. 
That would they help. need LeBron to go to the Lakers. That's what they need. No, nah, they need LeBron to go to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill the Raptors if you are the Raptors. We said... Tell that to J.R. Smith. We, we said after the Raptors got swept that there was going to be major change in Toronto. We saw part of that with Dwayne Casey. I don't think we're done seeing that. I think one of Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan is going to play elsewhere next season. So what that means is we take that and we add that to the list of things that's going to happen this offseason in free agency this summer with LeBron, with Kawhi, with what happens in Toronto. And the more things we add to this list, guys, the more complicated free agency gets. The more complicated things like today where Rudy Gay declined his player option and is a free agent. Jamal, Jamal Crawford declined his player option and is a free agent. All of these things that get thrown into the mix, everybody is going to wait to see where LeBron, Kawhi, and what Toronto does. Speaking just real quick of Rudy Gay, if uh, if he's not ring chasing at this point in his career, he's making he has to fire his agent. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> making a mistake. Turned out $8.8 million to what you, the three of us talked about in the office is ring chasing. Uh, so Toronto has a big decision to make. We will get a big clue, maybe not so much a clue as the answer to our question, if they do move up for the draft. If they do try to take a step forward and try to get one of these younger players, and if they package lottery in their pick to maybe move up, I don't know what... Again, there's there's a lot of speculation that they could move up, but not a lot of, oh, they're talking to this team, they're talking to this team, this player's available, this is the type of package that they're offering. It's very kind of just the early levels of speculation, and here we are on the Monday before the NBA draft, and it's ramping up in Toronto. So, for Toronto, a lot of decisions that they need to make. They've already made one with their coach. They now have to make another one with the direction of their team, and they might have to make it on Thursday.